0: The All In Podcast Show, episode number three, with your host, Daniel Giordano.
1: The All In Podcast Show is home to the top entrepreneurs, innovators, and world changers sharing their breakthrough moments and how they are changing the world. We will bring mentors into your world who can help you find balance and build a bold life of excellence with your host, Daniel Giordano. Get off the sidelines, get all in and join us at www.allinpodcast.com.
0: All right. I want to welcome everyone to the All In Podcast show. Uh, In this episode, I'm going to be sharing um, uh, the story of uh, an amazing woman that I had the opportunity to meet years ago uh at one of my events and it's awesome to see that she's gone out and impacted so many lives uh you know doing what she does with her uh she gets to work with her sisters every day and being able to do uh, great things to impact women um and not just women I'm sure men as well um yep. <laughs> pleasure of knowing her now for for quite a while and I look forward to sharing her story today uh I want to introduce you to Nancy Matthews who is the president and owner of Women's Prosperity Network and uh several other ventures I'm sure and I look forward to uh, sharing her story with her now, with you now, and I want you to take it away. Just tell me a little bit first and foremost. I, I want to hear a little bit about you know your your roots and and uh, where you come from, and, and and then we'll obviously dive into where you're going and some great things that are coming.
1: All right, great. Well, first of all, thank you for having me here today. I am uh, excited to be chatting with you today, and then also providing some some good tips and tools or some value for everybody who's listening in. And one of the things that I often share is that, you know, when they you've heard the phrase, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So, you know, some of the things I might share today or we'll talk about today, you may have heard before And my my hope and my intention is that you'll hear something today differently that will inspire you to take some new action to make a bigger impact and really enjoy your life at a greater level because that's that's really all up to us and, and how we choose to treat our lives and treat the people in our lives. So I'm excited to be here. And uh, let's see. So Dan, you and I actually met right before, right around the time that I was creating a major shift in my life. I had been, uh, at the time we met, I was doing real estate and I was uh, owned a title company. I was a mortgage broker. Uh, doing lots of investing, actually teaching real estate courses and this was probably I think we first met around two thousand six I think it was and I was doing great I had you know all definitions of success that that I had made up. I had lots of money, I was traveling, I was providing a good life for my family I was doing wheeling and dealing and all of that stuff that was supposedly success was not giving me a level of fulfillment that really had me excited to get up every day. You know, it became a drudgery. It became icky, <laughs> I guess. It's not, a, mm. it's not a very technical term. And, um, and and I started on a path to kind of find out what is it that I really love to do? What is it that I, that I enjoy? And, you know, where are those common threads for where I can create more joy for myself and for the people around me? And that's kind of how I ended up coming around the loop from – doing real estate and teaching and, and speaking and having coaching and consulting programs on real estate to now working with business owners to help them grow their businesses and their lives. Awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: That's, that's awesome. So, so as, you, um, as you've gotten clear on, on your path there, you know, what would you define success as now?
1: So for me, success is all about freedom. Um, freedom of thought, that I don't let circumstances determine the joy in my life or the direction in my life. I look at circumstances that happen as learning opportunities to take to the next level. Um, Freedom to love, to be surrounded by the people that I want to be with. And really expand and increase our, our level of um, affinity and relationship with each other. And then freedom of lifestyle, that I can do what I want to do when I want to do it. Now, all that to say, I also enjoy the freedom of having my own business. And although I may work some days, 10, 11, 12-hour days, I can also have the freedom to say, you know what, I'm going to go play with my kids this afternoon or I'm gonna go away for the weekend or it's just success for me is freedom of thought a freedom of lifestyle and freedom to love and and really enjoy
0: awesome that's that's great and it's it's awesome because I I really love that question because everyone has a little bit of different slant on it and uh, you know it's great to hear what it means personally to to you um, and uh, how that's defined your life and what you stand for and, and everything else so Um, And how you're taking that out and impacting other people with it. Yeah,
1: I liked that question, too. It it caused me to think in a a new direction because it's not just about money. It's not just about having stuff. It's really about, you know, freedom to live your life and be, you know, feel fulfilled and happy and um, be surrounded with good people and drama free zones. That's success.
0: Absolutely. Awesome. So. In, in getting to the point where you've gotten clear in your life and, and uh, focused on what you do for a living now, today, and going out and impacting people through your, your business that you have now, um, you know, is there one specific person that, that's influenced you the most in your life?
1: Mm. Um, you know, that's, that's an interesting one because m- my go-to is my mother. For the example she set, in a, being a single parent in the 1960s, raising four kids, she, her, her, her example was to be independent, to go for what you want, and you know, don't let anybody stop you. So that that was the lesson that I got from my mom. Um, in terms of business and and really this level of freedom that I get, now get to experience, I would have to say it was. My first, you know, true mentor and coach that I had, and this goes back to 2002 well, 2001, actually, um, was a gentleman by the name of Marshall Silver, Silver. And I know that, you know, Marshall as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the, the first one to really help me get that, you know, my thoughts and my previous programming is what actually creates the perceived challenges in my life. And that I am in control of my thoughts and can, you know, they say, wh- whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Mm-hmm. And he taught me not only that, that fact and that principle, but he also empowered me with the tools to change my thinking to more of a can-do, can-have, can-be attitude. So it's at Marshall Silver was my greatest influence in terms of shaping me into the woman that I am today.
0: Right. That's awesome. So, so, you know, basically shifting you into more of an abundance mindset. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Awesome. That's awesome. So, so let's dive into some deeper areas here of, of uh, challenges or mistakes that, that you may have made through your journey. Uh, they could be recent or that you can even go back to maybe some of the things that, that uh, caused some of the programs in your life that, that uh, held you, you know, made you. Uh, maybe be stuck at certain points in your life. So, what were the big, some of the biggest mistakes you have made in your life?
1: Um, so, due to the fact that I've now learned to look at life differently, I don't necessarily <laughs> think of them as mistakes, but instead right. as learning opportunities. Mm-hmm. And, um, so a a mistake. People might say this was a mistake. Is I was twenty four years old and got pregnant. I was single. I was working as a legal secretary at the time and it was not a planned event and it was the most powerful and impactful event of my life because uh, I decided to to have my son and having him really allowed me to turn my life around and really get focused and intentional on creating an amazing life for myself because I was kind of like drifting along. I don't know, have you read the book Outwitting the Devil?
0: Uh, Yes. Oh,
1: my gosh. So it talks all about drifting and drifting, you know, partying too much, you know, not being focused and goal oriented, not being intentional on your daily actions and your thoughts. I was kind of drifting through life at the time in my early 20s. I was having a blast, but I wasn't focused and directional on where my life was moving. So it was kind of just drifting along and when i had my son that was a major shift for me uh now i have this other human being that i'm responsible for and um it caused me to you know knuckle down I, that was when when he was a baby i got into my first network marketing company which was amway at the time and through amway one of the things i love about the network marketing industry is all of the positive development tools that they provide you with and they get you into dream building and goals and and, you know, expanding the vision of what's possible in your life. That's the greatest thing I believe about the whole industry. Um, so so that perceived mistake or unplanned event put my life on a trajectory of massive success. And I was committed from that point forward to provide a life for my children. I, I now have two kids to provide a life for my children that allowed them to have freedom as well. So I would say that that was the the most impactful um, unplanned event that turned out fantastically.
0: That's awesome. So, you you know, I mean, obviously, when I say the word mistake, it, it does have a negative connotation to it. But, you know, as you're going through things, you may not recognize them. But, the, you know, in reality, they're a blessing at that yeah. level. And hey,
1: listen, um, I've had lots of those along the way and I probably right. will have lots more because one thing I know to be true is that if you're not trying new things if you're not doing things differently than the norm or you know doing things out of the ordinary life will stay the same and life is about growth life is about change it's about taking risks and and then knowing that you can always get up and do something again that's right. that's where pro- true progress happens
0: right so look you know and, and it's amazing because I'm sure you being in the industry that you're in, Um, A lot of times people look at you as, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the person that's had success, so therefore they don't have any struggles, you know, and they, they, you know, that, yeah, you get that all the time, I'm sure, where they think that, you know, you didn't go through anything and you just arrived there. Yeah.
1: Uh. Or, you know, people, since I've been I've been speaking for over 10 years now, and and I stand in front of the room, and I'm confident, and I'm clear, and I'm relaxed, and I'm having a good time, and I'm adding value when I'm doing my presentations. Now, the woman standing in front of the room today used to be terrified to get up and speak in public. I mean, so much so that when I was in college, I wanted to be a lawyer. That's what I was. I was in pre-law. And... One of the requir- required courses, see, I'm stumbling. I'm a public speaker. I speak so well. <laughs> uh, one of the requir- required courses was public speaking. And I went to the first day of class and was absolutely terrified at the thought of having to get up in front of the room. I dropped the class.
0: Hmm. That's that's awesome. Yes. So, <laughs> and, and you know what's even more awesome is that you look at, you know, you could be in a courtroom today. You know, impacting people at that level, or you could be out in the world doing what you're doing today. Yeah,
1: yeah. and I uh, and the and part of the reason I didn't follow the the law path was I was terrified of getting up and having to speak in front of a jury. Right. It was, it's it's amazing that I look back on this now. So when people see me, they don't recognize that the same fears, worries, challenges that they're experiencing, I once had.
0: Right. Yeah. That's that's uh, you know, and that's that's really important because I think there's there's definitely a misnomer in the industry that you are in, and and in most businesses where people are, have a fear. I mean, everyone has it of of different things. Mm-hmm. Stepping up in front of a room, standing on stage. Did I say it right? Um I still today when I get on calls or get up in front of a room, I you know, I, I have these thoughts of I want to share that, I want to share this or or you know, I hope that came out right. You right. Know. Um, there's always those games going on inside your head and it's being able to master that, um, you know, and just go out and do it, and then the more you do it, just like anything else, you be you know, you you get better at it. Mm-hmm. So um so what was the uh lowest point in your life?
1: Oh, let's see, the lowest point in my life, um that would be my my marriage and impending divorce <laughs> that ended up happening. Mm-hmm. Um, at the you know when I'm after I had my son, I was single at the time. I met somebody, we we started dating, we got married, and and I you know I had all these signs that I should have looked at and recognized as eh, he's probably not the one you want to marry, but. At the time, my self-confidence was was low. My self-esteem was low. I, I didn't have those things. And, you know, I married him because, you know, he loved me. And we had a great time together. It was back to that, that drifting mode of my life, actually. And mm-hmm. we were having fun and partying, but we really weren't moving forward. We weren't aligned. Um, he ended up being, you know, somewhat of a, an addictive person. Uh, Personality, and he drank a lot, and he was into drugs and verbal abuse, and it was it was really one of the most challenging times of my life um, from a personal perspective. The blessing of that marriage was my amazing daughter that came out of it. Um, you know, the the ugliness and the fighting. I didn't like who I was at the time, and it was that was really the most, the lowest point, the most challenging point of my life is. You know, at the at the end of that relationship and the divorce was ugly and I was ugly in the way I was treating it. I just didn't like who I was. Right. And I've never shared that before. So thanks, Dan, for pulling that oh, out of me. Awesome.
0: Well, I did tell you we were going to learn some new things yes, today. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, so um, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And, um so I know you may have touched on this a little earlier, uh, but I'm sure there's a l- little bit deeper meaning behind it of, you know, a specific time where things turned around, where you can look back at that pivotal point in your life and say there was a there was a point where you decided to get all in and, and really um, sell out to the dreams and goals that you had set to go down this path of building Women's Prosperity Network and and all the things you're involved in today. Was there a specific time that you recognized that?
1: Um, Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, That happened in 2001, uh, right after 9-11. And I think a lot of people had that that wake-up moment after 9-11. And at the time, I was working in a law firm And had been there for many, many years. I was running it. I was, you know, making a decent living. It was, you know, right around six figures. And the attorney that I was working for, one of the things that I loved about working for him is he really allowed me to, you know, maximize my potential at the highest level that I could. And In that space, he ended up bringing in another attorney because I wasn't a licensed attorney. So he needed another attorney who could go to court. And then that woman and I started getting off really well, getting along really well. But then the relationship deteriorated and I had to make a decision at that time to go into business for myself. And what I recognized in that turning point was that I had always felt comfortable being the second in command. And when I went into business for myself, it was like, okay, the buck stops here. I'm completely and totally responsible. So it was something I had subconsciously been afraid of previously. And then when I stepped out and stepped on my own, it's been the most extraordinary, empowering thing I've ever experienced. And um, a few years after being in business for myself, I was I owned my title company and that's when I started, you know, being discontent and I wasn't enjoying it. And I said um, to one of my coworkers, my employees at the time, I was like, I don't really think I want to do this anymore. He's like, well, are you going to go get a job? And I'm like, no, that didn't even cross my mind. So I think stepping up and owning 100 percent responsibility for my life and for myself, being an entrepreneur and a business owner, that shift happened as a result of leaving that job kind of at the time feeling like I was forced out, so to speak. But in looking back, it was time for me to fly.
0: Right. That's that's awesome. So and and, uh, you know, it's interesting as you share that is thinking through, you know, uh, different people that I've interviewed or come across over the years um, that that uh, have been in that same situation, kind of second second in command, Mm -hmm. afraid to step out. Um, you know the fear of the unknown. You know how do you do all this stuff? Uh, you know, and, and ultimately it all seems to work out when you're, uh, you know, we, we know what it is. Your your intention is very clear on what you want. Um, once you make that decision, that shift happens. So it's um, that's awesome to hear. So um, so if there's one thing that you want to share with the audience that could help them get all in in life and and really make that shift,
1: um,
0: mm-hmm. what would you say that is?
1: Um. Can I give you two things? <laughs> okay.
0: It <laughs> seems, seems like a lot of people have a problem with narrowing it down. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: So the, the one thing to start with is really about learning to trust yourself again, learning that you have the power and the vision and the purpose already inside of you. And making time to really connect with that on a consistent basis because as we, as we grow and we take on more and more responsibilities to be of service to our families, to hold our jobs, all of that stuff, it tends to dim the light of that true passion and purpose and vision that's inside of you. So the, the number one thing is that you take time on a consistent daily basis to listen to yourself, to get quiet enough to hear the spirit within you speak to you and guide you in the direction. And the more that you do that, the more synchronistic moments show up. There's a, there's a quote that I, that I love, and I think it might be my quote, actually. It says that when you are living your vision, that the universe will conspire in your favor. So the more on point, the more on target to your true purpose and your, your spirit you are, the more in alignment you are, magic just happens. You know, like even you and I reconnecting, I was just thinking about you the day before you sent me a Facebook message time and time again. So that only comes about, in my experience, when you spend time being quiet, connecting to your inner spirit, connecting to source if you're um, for me, it's about connecting to my my spiritual nature, to God, universe, whatever you want to call that. There there are messages contained within yourself that are just begging to come out.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, and and that you know you kind of covered a lot of different areas there with uh, you know purpose and calling um, and you know what uh, so to. To, you know I know you, you covered I'm trying to think through of, of all the things because you've covered this from the very beginning uh-huh. and it's awesome to see it's awesome to see that you, you know, you've kept it aligned throughout with your purpose and your calling mm-hmm. um, but um, in, in your purpose and calling you know define for me and the audience what um, what that means to you of, of living in your purpose each and every day and and going out and doing the things that you do you know what is what does that mean to you and, and how are you fulfilling that every day?
1: So, it took me a while to come up with this simple vision statement for my life. And that is every day I appreciate, I educate, and I elevate. So, every single day, my personal mission and vision, and it shows up through all the different ways that I work or all the different ways that I interact with my family, every day I appreciate. I am truly grateful for this extraordinary life that I get to live, for the people that I get to interact with, um, the people that I get to meet on a, uh, on a new basis as I go out and I speak to thousands and thousands of people all over the world. Uh, so every day I appreciate. Every day I educate. I'm committed to consistently educating myself and then sharing that with others. And then every day I elevate. I elevate myself and my spirit, and I elevate others around me. And the way that this all ties together for me is actually part of my book, which you probably don't even know about this book yet. It's called The One Philosophy. Hmm. And it's a it's a little book with a big impact, and it's The One Philosophy, and that is living every single day. And treating each and every person you meet as if they are the one. Now, the the, the one who's going to be that next best client, the one who's going to create, you know, uh, a great deal for you or make a referral. What I noticed is when we are, you know, expecting to be in the presence of someone who we know is the one, um, we tend to treat that person with more excitement and enthusiasm. We're more attentive to them. Because, because we, we, we know this connection exists, right? So I started to practice this and started treating each and every person I meet, whether it's at a networking event, a, a concert, standing in line at the supermarket, somebody I'm sitting next to at the theater, people I'm meeting on Facebook. I treat each and every person I meet as if they are the one. And the the synchronicity that shows up, because when you're treating someone with that level of intention and admiration and respect, they open up to you in a whole new way, because that's the, our number one need as humans is to be seen, to be heard and to be valued. So when you treat people like this and show up as the one for them, then everything shifts. And you can discover how the universe has conspired to bring you together in that moment and make magic happen.
0: That's awesome. That was that was really good. Um, definitely enjoyed that. I was actually taking notes. Oh,
1: good, <laughs> good, <laughs> yeah, good, stuff too. It's and I look at Amazon yeah. and all that.
0: Yeah. yeah, I Look forward to picking it up. Um, so and adding it to my extensive library. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. And that's part well, of the educate you. You love to educate yourself as well, I'm sure.
0: Absolutely. Um, so. Yeah, you know, uh, I know you shared your favorite quote earlier, being your own.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, I got another right? one. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: sure you. I'm sure you have a few, right? Is there another one you yeah. want to share?
1: So, and this this really ties with the one philosophy, and and it makes sense to me why this quote is so impactful, and it will for you too. And it's from Maya Angelou, who you know we lost um, earlier this year, and she says that I've learned that people will forget what you said people will forget what you did but they will never forget how you made them feel and when you treat people as if they are the one they feel awesome they remember you they so this philosophy of treating people in this way and in the book i provide some principles that will guide you in the process this principle i'm telling you Dan it makes you more money more friends more joy and just more and more opportunities that show up because people everything we want in life comes to us somehow some way through other people. So in in learning how to be more respectful and open to discovering what their personal gifts and talents are, that's where opportunities happen.
0: Absolutely. That's awesome. So um Wow, there's a lot of good stuff in this, uh, and I'm sure we can go we we can actually, you know, start a whole event off of what we just shared here and what you just uh, brought to the table. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. So here's um uh you know, I, I guess the, to to wrap this up here, you know, how do our guests find out more about you? Where do they go and uh and um you know, if you have something special for them.
1: Sure, I do. I have a, a special gift and it really ties into Connecting with your, your inner spirit, your intuition, because I'm telling you, that was for me really learning how to slow down even for five minutes a day and listen to myself and listen to my heart's calling. Um, that was the, t- the, the, most pivotal skill that I've learned and developed over all these years. So for, for everyone who's listening in, if you go to Nancy Matthews with two T's, NancyMatthews.com, slash intuition i've got an audio there where i i share some simple ways for you to tap into your own intuition and that magic that happens when you listen to your your inner spirit and let it guide you and this works whatever type of business you're in if you're in real estate if you sell copy machines if you do online marketing if you're a speaker whatever it is that path that you're on is been carved out and you, it, it's all you. And the more of you that you can be every day, the more joy and money that <laughs> flows into your life. So go to nancymatthews.com slash intuition. And, of course, if you, if you want to email me, it's nancy at nancymatthews.com. Uh, the main website has lots of information about my book and speaking engagements and all of that.
0: That's awesome. Well, thank you very much, Nancy, for sharing uh, your time with me today. I'm very honored that you took the time to, to, uh, to do this, and, and uh, I look forward to being part of the impact that you have uh, had on the world and, and uh, where it's going. Yeah. So, Thank, thank you. you again. You're
1: welcome. It's my pleasure and my purpose, my friend. So thank you so much for inviting me.
0: For more information on the links and resources recommended in this show, please visit allinpodcast.com.